0: You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number 106. So I am here today with Amanda Mueller from Kopari Beauty, which if you're not yet familiar, it is an amazing coconut-based clean beauty brand that's growing fast with the help of, you guessed it, influencers. Amanda started with Kopari as their second employee and has been with the company through huge growth, and she has done it all, from coordinating photo shoots to planning and managing events like Coachella with them. And as the brand continues to grow, her role has evolved from startup catch-all duties to influencer marketing manager, to her current role as the senior brand communications manager. Today, Amanda manages all of Kopari's influencer brand and affiliate relations. She's worked with many micro-influencers as well as well-known influencers like Lauren Everts of The Skinny Confidential, who also joined me back on episode 29 of the Influencer Podcast. So make sure to check that out if you haven't already. Now, I'm so excited to have her on the show today because she's sharing a ton of action tips that you can use to spark and strengthen relationships with brands. We're talking about what brands look for when hiring influencers, what builds strong relationships, and what really cultivates great synergy between brands and influencers. If you're an influencer who's ever wondered how the heck do I get on that brand's radar or how can I get my favorite brand to fall in love with me during a collaboration, then this episode's for you. Let's dive in. So Darlene Cook, I've got to give you a shout out today. Our reviewer of the week, Darlene, says Julie provides a ton of valuable info that I have not heard in other podcasts and her program Pitch It Perfect offered immense value and I highly recommend that as well. Well, thank you so much for not only listening to this podcast, but doing yourself a favor, sister, and signing up for resources and education that are going to help you reach your goals very, very proud of you. And now I want to hear from more of you who listen in each week and what your biggest transformations and takeaways are. So all you got to do is head over to iTunes and leave us a review so I can highlight that in an upcoming episode. Make sure to screenshot this episode on your phone and tag me on your Instagram story today at Jules Solomon and our guest Amanda Elizabeth from Kapari Beauty and hashtag the influencer podcast to let us know what you loved about today's episode. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. Hey, so I wanted to let you know quickly that we are about to close the door to Pitch It Perfect's amazing bonuses, they are expiring in less than 24 hours. Now, if you don't know yet, PitchIt Perfect is my online pitch system that has helped thousands of influencers and bloggers just like you go from crickets to landing bankable brand deals. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars in brand deals in such a short amount of time. In Pitch it Perfect, you get my exact pitch formula that will help you go from negotiating your best rates to landing those deals. You're gonna get swipe files, templates, really helping you show exactly how to write pitches that convert. It holds a secret stash of enormous online tools and tricks that will transform your pitches overnight. And most importantly, you get to see examples of what real students have done, their A to Z of going from emailing a brand to actually landing that paid brand deal. You're going to get all of that goodness, but I don't want you to miss out on the amazing bonuses that are coming from Brittany Hennessy, Susie Moore, and Selena Sue. all of which you have heard on this podcast. And I know that you love those episodes because I saw all the feedback that you gave us. But these women are coming and they are coming in hot. They are sharing everything that they know about how to land massive media, how to work from brands from the inside out, and how to turn a no into a yes. They are going to be here for you, live and in an action, teaching you everything that they know, and I do not want you to miss it. So make sure to go to pitchitperfect.net and sign up before that cart closes and before those bonuses expire. Again, that is pitchitperfect.net. Hi, Amanda. It is so fun to have you here today. I'm so excited for our chat.
1: As am I. I'm so excited.
0: Yes. So I would love if you could just share a little bit about who you are and um, what you do, because it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, of course. So for those of you that don't know me, I'm Amanda. I am the Senior Brand Communications Manager at Kikari Beauty. Um, So basically that means I manage all of our influencer relations, I do all of our brand collaborations, and I manage quite a bit of our affiliate um, partnerships as well. Um, I was born and raised in San Diego, so it's great to be home and working for a San Diego based uh, brand. I started with Safari um, a week before we launched, so it's been super fun to just see how it's grown and where we are today.
0: So if you could share for some of those who may not know who Kapari is, it's one of my favorite all-time beauty brands ever. Um, What is Kapari and and really what is the mission behind Kapari? Because I think that's just as cool as kind of what it is as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. So Kapari is a beauty brand. Um, We launched, like I said, three years ago. All of our products start with coconut. So coconut oil is the foundation of the product and then it has other natural and clean ingredients to really optimize the beauty benefits. And really what Capari is trying to do is make life a little simpler and easier by using clean and good for you products um, in your everyday rituals. So we started with kind of a multitasking line with our melt, which is just the head to toe hydration. Um, we have a body scrub and we actually just, not too long ago, launched into personal care. So last year we launched a natural deodorant, which quickly became our number one seller. And we just launched toothpaste this month. So we have some awesome products.
0: Yeah. So I use the deodorant every day. I'm obsessed with it. And I've been starting to use the toothpaste as well. And it's funny because my five-year-old son, um, I, had, I got to try the charcoal one and the spearmint one. And my son actually took the charcoal one because it was black. And he thought that was cool that his teeth were black. So my five-year-old stole the charcoal toothpaste, but I get to use one, which is awesome.
1: Um, that's so great. Yes. Yeah, so um, I was actually, just had a shoot with Lisa Allen and she was telling me she can't, from Salty Lashes, she can't get her daughter to use toothpaste. She, she just hates it and she's like, your mint toothpaste is the first toothpaste that she'll use. She loves it. I'm like, yeah. that's great. Yeah, Start them that's young.
0: I know, right? <laughs> um, And it, I mean, it just like makes your mouth feels so fresh, which is amazing. So what I think wow, is unique about your, like your position with Kopari is that you've really been with them before they launched. So I would love if you could share a little bit about, you know, what your role kind of started as, and then as the brand evolved mm-hmm. and, and and grew, how that, um, how that evolution kind of trickled down to what you do day to day.
1: Yeah, of course. So um, I, you know, when I started, I was the second employee that came on. Megan Art Bush, our director of e-commerce, had been with the company um, for a few months prior and really helped kind of get the brand ready for launch. Um, But her focus is really just online and our e-commerce. And so I came on kind of as the catch-all. So I was, you know, my first task ever was Kiana, one of our co-founders, had me go cut some palm fronds off a tree and get sand from the beach. And we did a photo shoot at a studio in downtown San Diego. And so um, it was really doing everything from helping with the shoots to, you know, planning Coachella where we hosted a few events um, to uh, kind of turned into customer service for a little while. I helped Megan with e-commerce. I did emails, which are not my strongest suits, um, but I did them. And then you know, what I really loved and have always loved is, is meeting new people and being around people. And that's where influencers, I felt like I could do that the most. Um, and we worked with BeSocial for a while. We worked with Solari for a while. And they really helped us to kind of start the influencer, um, I guess, movement, so to speak, with Kopari. But we decided, let's take it internal and, and really build these relationships and make them a little bit more authentic. So that's where I came in.
0: And I I can't wait to dive into all of this because being from the brand side, you've got to really be a part of a lot of really amazing events, activations, things like Coachella, if you will, um, that you mentioned. So I would love to dive into that. What is that process of planning and managing an event at Coachella? And also not only the, the inner workings of how you plan it as a brand, but then how do you figure out, okay we want to work with influencers. We want them to be a part of this. This is how we're going to connect with them. This is how we find them. This is how we invite them to these events that we're going to be putting putting on. What does that look like from your perspective?
1: Yeah, so it's definitely evolved. Um, from our, the first event we did, let's say Coachella was one of them. Um, for that, it was really, at that point, we'd really kind of just launched. So um, we were really focusing on, getting ourselves out there and being kind of in the, in the cool spot, so to speak. So we got, we kind of came up with ideas on how can we use our products and create an activation and a moment and experiential moment. And we still do do this in our events, but at that time, I mean, we were really fortunate to be connected um, with Foray. So we did an activation at one of their events and we ended up getting, you know, Helen Owen was a really big advocate of the brand already. She had loved it. So we were really fortunate. I mean, with our products, if these influencers already knew about us, or if they didn't, they immediately fell in love with the product. So that was kind of how it started. Now, where we've really transitioned with our events is still creating an experiential moment, um, but more of just building the relationship. So most recently, we went to Malibu and we hosted an event at. One of the hotels in Malibu, we invited about 30 to 40 of some of our favorite girls from Los Angeles, um, who we've worked with for quite a while, and just hosted them for brunch. And yes, we talked about products, but it was more about just really having them come and enjoy themselves, get to meet Gigi and Kiana, our founders. We think it's so important that they get to know us beyond just the product. Um, And the way we're finding these girls and inviting them is really Really, the girls that we work with or that are posting about us and talking about us, um, even if it is organically, maybe we haven't partnered yet. And now, uh, you know, I have three girls in Malibu that maybe we didn't partner with before, but we're now partnering with them.
0: And I think that that's such an important thing to touch on. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that's how you, actually you and I connected. Um, I had bought Kopari at Sephora and I was talking about it on an Instagram story about how much I was loving the product. And then we started DMing. Um, as a way to connect. And I think a lot of times there's a lot of bloggers or influencers who listen to this podcast. And one of the biggest, biggest questions that I always get that never seems to go away is how do I connect with brands? How do I build relationships? with brands? How do I get in front of these brands? And I think that a lot of times it's, we can, we can start focusing on it so much that we tend to forget that it can be as simple as just, if you really do love the product, then talk about it because a lot of times exactly. a simple dm or if you're you know if you're a prominent company who's using social as a way to connect you're going to have someone on your team that's managing that right that's like looking through and kind of seeing <laughs> talking about it so i love that you mentioned that and i would love to hear from you how important is that to to kopari for example in terms of you know, for the girl who may live in St. Louis and say, "You know, I don't live on the West Coast, So you know if I never get to go to an event in person, how can I still connect with this brand? Would you say social media would be the best way to do it?
1: Absolutely. one hundred percent, and you're you're totally correct because that is how how we are finding our goals. I mean, we do use platforms. We use Tribe dynamics. we've We've worked with Fourcard a handful of times. I absolutely love their team, and they're great, you know, Platform to use when we're doing campaigns, um, same with their word style, but really how we're finding a lot of the girls that we've built really, really bigger relationships with is the girls that have just posted about us or talked about us. And I want to know more about it. And I want to know more about why they love Kapari, how they found Kapari, how they're using us day to day. You know, we get. Email sometimes, I'll receive emails from people who maybe their entire Instagram is all beauty pictures. But if they're talking about us and their stories organically and it just seems to be working and they're talking about, yes, maybe their whole Instagram is all about food, but they also have a beauty regimen. And so finding a way to talk about papari and how it fits into your lifestyle. And then from there, we can talk about a partnership and how, how that would look and the best way to you know amplify that.
0: Business for sponsoring the show. And I would love to, cause I want to kind of dive into, um, at least from, from your company's perspective, the difference between, you know, um, influence, um, like influencer brand sponsorships, that sort of thing versus more, you know, affiliate marketing and doing that sort of thing. Could you kind of share a mm-hmm. little bit about how you use both and what really the benefits of, potentially doing both could be, because I think another time, um, another thing that I hear a lot of times for, from influencers and bloggers is that, um, you know, I think that affiliate marketing was such a big thing for a while, but then it kind of got oversaturated And so influencers and bloggers were really wanting to focus just on the brand deal. Whereas I really like to diversify it all and say, you know, you could have a really healthy and robust affiliate, um, partnership with someone. And then you could also have a really healthy and robust brand sponsorship partnership with someone really, both of them can be equally beneficial. So I would love to hear kind of your take on that.
1: Yeah, I mean we to be totally honest, we don't I don't have a strong position on if you we work a lot of our influencers that we work with, they either have a shop style or reward style um, partnership as well. And so they like to use that affiliate um, piece. I've we've tried to get some of the influencers to join our affiliate program and we do have a handful that are on, on our affiliate program and um it, it's great. I think it's a great opportunity for them to feel like they're a little bit more invested in the company, so to speak, um, because they are getting, you know, a a percentage of the sales. And so if they're talking about us, maybe we've contracted for one post and a few stories and maybe a YouTube mention, but the more you're talking about it, the more possibility that you can get commission from those sales. Um, So I really kind of leave it up to the influencer, to be totally honest, on what, what they prefer. And if they just want to use their reward selling or their shop selling, that is totally fine as well. Um, we, it's kind of up to them.
0: And then, um, how does that ever kind of, um, I guess parlay, for example, if you see someone starting to do really well with affiliates, would that pique your interest of maybe building out a longer term partnership with them?
1: Absolutely. And I think one of the things that we have found, though, is using an affiliate link, as great as it is, because it helps us to track the revenue. Um, Last year, we really started to explore using a discount code as well. And that has worked even, I mean, it surpassed using just the link because it allows Think about when we shop, right? We're not just always clicking on a link, but if you have a discount code and you start doing some research and maybe the next day you go to the site and you put in the code, it allows us to track, it's really a way for us to track the revenue. So whether it's through that affiliate link or through the discount code, but once we see that you're generating that revenue, we absolutely want to continue that partnership and speak about a bigger partnership um, and more long-term.
0: That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and I also want to kind of peek your thoughts on when it comes to working with an influencer, cause I know that we talked a lot about like making sure that you organically do like the products you're already talking about it. Um, how much do things like follower numbers, because you know that that always comes up really factor in, <laughs> or, you know, an engagement rate, which, you know, as we know at this, Point, it's. I think that's way more important. How much does the insights and the analytics factor into you making that choice of working with an influencer or not?
1: Yeah. So of course, we're always looking at engagement, their so reach, um, your following. Yes, it matters. But we've worked with so many great micro influencers who've performed so well for us. Um, content is a big one, but really, a, a couple things for me that are. Super important is not only how engaged your community is, but how how engaged you are back with your community. So, I'm really it's really important to me. I don't dictate the content that you're putting out or even the caption, but I want to give you enough information and be certain that you're going to be responding when people have questions. Um, so, I'm always looking when an influencer, when we're talking about a partnership, are they engaging back or are they completely ignoring when their audience is engaging and asking questions? And are they not responding? That's a big one. And then again, just how does Kapari fit into your lifestyle? So you might not have, you know, the content on your Instagram that is completely Kapari-esque, so to speak. But if you and I can talk about a way and you can tell me a way that Kapari has been fitting into your lifestyle and how you could see this fitting into maybe it's an Instagram story or YouTube or a podcast or a blog, um, something beyond your Instagram feed, that's super huge for us too.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I think that a lot of people listening are going to love to hear all of these little gleams, um, of how important that is. And then does it help when an influencer or blogger shares that information with you to say like, Hey, I don't know if this is, will be helpful, but this is some past collaborations that I've done, or, you know, um, maybe it wasn't a collaboration at all, but I just touted this brand on my Instagram story because I love them. And this is how many swipe ups it got or our views or, or what have you.
1: Yes, of course. Any information you can share is huge. Um, I totally, you know, I understand that a lot of brands sometimes ask that you don't share the information, so I get it if they they can't. Um, The more you can share, the better, because it just gives me a better case to argue at the rate that you're coming in at, if it might be a little bit higher than what we're budgeted for, Um, and so that helps. Also, what is really great for us is showing me what you've done in the past. So If you've done videos that maybe you know, I I met with Nicole Cogan from No Bread, for example. She has been working with Vital Proteins, and she did these amazing videos for them. And I didn't even know she created those. And when she showed me, I was like, "Done. We want to do something like this. This is incredible." And so it it gave me an insight into what she's capable of and what she's doing already that we can maybe do something similar. Oh, I
0: love that. That's such a cool, unique angle and take. I hope that a lot of people listening had that little aha for themselves. Um, I would love to know that out of some of the influencers that you've had the chance to work with, be it just, you know, coming to an event or maybe a paid activation or what have you, which ones have you really seen? Um, have you really enjoyed not just working with, but you've really seen a good, um, synergy, if you will, of, of a partnership just based on, you know, their personality or their work ethic or, or what have you?
1: Yeah. Um, so Lauren Everts and just getting confidential is definitely one that always comes top in mind when people ask me this question. She originally she just started by using the product kind of how we were talking about before and posting about it. And it didn't take long before we talked about a partnership with her, and she's constantly just including us in different different aspects of her feed and her podcast and what she's doing. And it's really, we've developed a great relationship with her. So that's been huge. Um, Mariana Hewitt has always been, she was one of our very first long-term partnerships that we ever did. She's an absolute dream to work with. Um, she's so professional. She was willing to really go above and beyond. So even though maybe the, our contract with her, we had a year long contract with her and she did you know one post a month, but she was always always talking about us outside of that and incorporating us where it felt right and where it really was fitting into her day to day
0: and then I would love to know from that um when you do work with these fantastic influencers and you get that just that great synergy, if you will, what do you think makes them stand out among the saturation, if you will
1: um again, I think it's really. It's finding a way to be authentic. I know it's definitely an overused word um, in this industry, but it really is finding a way to to have other areas that you're working on besides just an Instagram post. So, kind of more right now, we're looking for more of 360 partnerships. So, you have a blog. Are you attending a ton of events? Are you um, doing a launching a podcast? Do you have a podcast? Do you have a YouTube? Just really kind of coming out and being true to yourself and, and leaning into what you're good at. So if you're good at creating videos, like do more of that and share that with us the same way Nicole did.
0: Mm, I love that. I think that that's super smart. Um, I would love for you to share a little bit of what's, what's next for the Kapari brand. What are you most excited about, um, in terms of building out and, and just growth?
1: Yeah. Um, so there's lots of exciting things. The team has grown so, so hugely. It's insane. We're almost 30, I think it's over 30 employees in the office now. Um, we just hired a CMO, and that's super exciting. So, right now, we're really, this year, we're going to focus a lot more on um, brand awareness. As, as aware as we think people are of I think we've just scratched the surface. And um, so, that's really exciting. Definitely leaning into our retail partners or with Sephora, Old Nordstrom. Um, And we have some really exciting product launches coming out this year. So outside of just the toothpaste, there's um, a couple of products coming out uh, this week and February and beyond. So there's a lot of fun stuff coming.
0: That's amazing. I love that. Well, Amanda, before we wrap this up, I would love for you to share with us where those listening can learn more about Kopari, where they can find more information, of course, all the good social stuff as well, um, and as well as online, and where they can buy all this amazing stuff, because it is incredible.
1: Yeah, so you can find us in stores at uh, uh, Sephora, Ulta, or Nordstrom. We're also in Number of boutiques and spas. Um, and then, of course, online Um, And be sure to follow our Instagram at Capari Beauty.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today and kind of peeling back the layers, if you will, um, when it comes to this world of synergy between brands and influencers. I really appreciate it. And I cannot wait for those listening to let us know what their favorite parts were, too.
1: Uh, Thank you so much for having me. That was so fun. And I hope it it helps everyone listening.
0: Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups